0: 666 West and 800 South. That is the address of one of the most well-known buildings in Salt Lake City. It is the actual address of the Fear Factory, Utah's premier haunted house. The building itself sits at the gateway to the city. If you drive along I-15, in between 1300 South and 600 South, you can't miss it. It stands out, towering, among the other buildings in the area. It almost acts as a dark, welcoming mat to the city. Built in the late 1800s, right in the heart of Salt Lake's industrial district, the Portland cement factory opened its doors for business. And over the years, through multiple tragedies and deaths, people began to say that the area and the land was cursed. This is the story of my experience of going through the Fear Factory and some of the lingering haunts that followed. This is The Haunted Earth, Season 2, Episode 9, The Devil's Playground. Having grown up in Salt Lake City, the area where the Fear Factory now stands is very familiar to me. It wasn't until about 2011 when the towering buildings of the Fear Factory took on a new life As horrific murals of demons and ghosts and fire and blood started to appear. Naturally, liking all of that stuff, as I did even as a young kid, I took a Keen interest into what was going on. And then I found out that a new haunted attraction was opening up in Salt Lake City. I could barely contain my excitement. It was a few years after it opened that... My co-workers and I decided to go through it one night after work. And after going out to dinner, we drove up to the fear factory and stood outside the gates just taking in the sheer size of the building and taking in the lights and the sounds, the smells of this huge haunted house. As you walk to the ticket booth, signs Everywhere, say this attraction is not for the faint of heart. It is not for young children. And if you have any existing medical conditions, think twice about going in here. that actually kind of caught a couple of my coworkers off guard. I mean, that's something you would see at, like, an amusement park with roller coasters and that, not a haunted house. So naturally, my curiosity was piqued as to what was in store for us. Once we got our tickets, we kind of stood outside and just took in the experience. We could hear people laughing. We could hear people screaming. We heard a couple of people crying and we got together and started the head in. Now what was really cool about this, is you actually start outside. We started in a cemetery, and walking through it, you pass a bunch of graves, nothing spectacular happened, just setting the mood. But it was when we got to this cabin that had been set up, And we were met by one of the workers who asked us to sit down on these benches out in front of the cabin. Not more than a minute after sitting there, the experience began. One of the windows of the cabin lit up and made it look like we could see inside the cabin what was going on. And what we saw was a woman in there making a bed and all of a sudden we could hear a chainsaw get fired up. And from the back of the room where she was, this guy emerged. Chainsaw... Ablaze and went after her. The window went dark, but the sounds didn't. And you can imagine what the sounds were. You could still hear the chainsaw and the chainsaw cutting in to flesh. We all thought that the experience was over. Then the door to the cabin burst open and the guy with the chainsaw jumped out at us. Never have experienced anything like that before. But it was awesome. And it really set the tone for how the night was going to go. As we left the cabin, we took these cement stairs down into the underground and it was dark and it was cold and to be honest, it felt like you were walking into your own grave was weird. It was uh, a feeling that I had never had before because everything seemed still and it was quiet. And getting down at the bottom of the stairs, there was a hallway that you walk down and the experience of the fear factory begins. I have a theory that if you're in a group in a haunted house if you don't want to be scared be the first person in the group because those waiting to scare you aren't going to scare the first person because then it ruins it call it a pro tip or whatever but everybody in my group didn't quite understand that and they said Scott you're, you're going first so naturally I said okay you know seemingly to be brave but knowing full well that I would see the people hiding one thing about the fear factory is they do it right it's an amazing setup that they have. And I know things change every year, but the year I did it, it was really, really cool. I loved what they did. And what they did is they, they build on the setting itself. And the setting is creepy in and of itself. You know, one of the things that I've talked about before is the, the principle of the stone tape where, you know, the surroundings make an imprint of things that have happened. Now, the history of the fear factory is one that is tragic in a number of ways. As back when it was the cement factory, multiple people died in horrible documented tragedies and accidents uh, from decapitations to limbs getting ripped off to people actually getting pulled into the gears of the machine. So thinking about that as you're walking through, you wonder what these walls have seen and if they could talk what would they say? Now, this is where things got strange for me. I remember parts of the fear factory like they just happened yesterday. But at that time, There were certain rooms and chambers that you would walk into and experience things. And I still remember one room in particular. It almost was made out to look like a vampire's coven. And I remember walking in there and it was a circular room. And so you walked along the outside of it and looked at the center of the room. And I remember being lightheaded and kind of confused as to my surroundings. It was almost like I was on nitrous oxide, everything seemed fuzzy and things seemed a little off. I was a little uncomfortable with how things were. And as we exited this room, I remember walking down another hallway and losing track of the group that I was with. And looking around and seeing a couple people hiding around corners. But I was all alone. I didn't know where my group was. I knew they couldn't be past me because, like I said, I was in the front. But I remember standing there, wondering what was going on. It was the strangest feeling was really disoriented and it could be because you know we're in the basement of this massive building and it was dark in this particular hallway we were in and then out of nowhere i had a hand grab me on the shoulder and say come on let's go what are you doing It was a member of my group, and I didn't even see them come up behind me. Again, it felt like everything around me froze, like time froze. And it was so bizarre. And I remember this particular coworker of mine kind of looking at me and saying, hey, are you okay? and me kind of shrugging it off saying yeah I'm I'm okay I'm all right let's go and as we wound our way through the fear factory I'd never experienced anything like I did earlier but it was when we came to the end our group went down this slide into this big... It, it's, it was pretty cool. It was uh, I won't ruin it in case anybody does go in it, but they have a, a big pipe that leads from one part of the factory into another um, part of it, and you slide down this dark, dark metal pipe into this big swamp area. It's really, really cool. They did a good job with it. But as we left the swamp area, we walked into another... I hesitate to call it a room because it was part of this big drum-like portion of the building but it was made out to look like a church with wooden benches lined up. And as we got to the back of this chapel, we could see somebody standing at the front of it. They had their back to us and they turned around and beckoned for us to come up to the front. As we walked up, again, I was in the front. A feeling of, I guess, uneasiness just kind of crept over me. And I had this feeling that I shouldn't be there. And as we got to the front, everybody in my group started walking a little bit slower. And I don't know if they felt the same things that I did. But we got to the front and this guy dressed up in a big black robe. And he had, you know, he, white contacts in his eyes and he, uh, you know, he looked the part of like, you know, the devil, I guess. And he asked us to follow him. And so we walked out the back of this chapel into this room. that had a big stone table on it. That right there should be a warning sign to us. But there we stood for what seemed like an eternity in front of this stone table with this guy who looked like the devil laughed and asked for a volunteer it was when he asked us for a volunteer we all kind of looked at each other and wondered why on earth does does he need a volunteer So naturally, we looked at the youngest member of our team and said, Why don't you go up there, Todd? Why don't you volunteer to do it? So Todd begrudgingly stepped forward and walked towards the stone altar. He was instructed to sit down on it and to repeat the words that this worker at the fear factory said to him. I don't remember exactly all the words that were said, but there were parts that really stuck and left a dark imprint on all of us. The guy stepped forward I told Todd to repeat after him and it was something to the effect of I renounce the light, I welcome the darkness and invite the darkness into my soul. There were a couple other things that were instructed. And even now, just sharing this experience leaves me with goosebumps and a feeling of uneasiness. But after about two minutes Of similar points. The guy released us and told us we were free to go. Todd kind of slipped off the altar. And looked like he had just seen a ghost. We all kind of. Walked out of the fear factory, stunned, feeling uneasy, and really disturbed. I looked over at Todd and I asked him how he was doing. And he looked at me like a deer in the headlights and shook his head and said, Not good. I don't feel well I told him that I didn't either but I'm sorry that he did that and we all kind of went to our cars not saying much and I remember driving home feeling like I had left a piece of me in the fear factory. I remember not being able to really concentrate on much, driving home, just kind of in a zombified state, and having a constant feeling that I wasn't alone. Needless to say, the next day at work was an interesting one. We all kind of gathered in an office and talked about what a cool place the Fear Factory was and how we all kind of were unnerved at the end and how we felt bad that Todd had volunteered to do that. It was a... couple years later that I was watching Ghost Adventures and they happened to be doing uh, an episode at the Fear Factory and what I found to be really interesting and slightly disturbing was how many of the workers there were uneasy being there and In different parts of the fear factory, um, they felt that they weren't alone, that they were being watched. And in some instances, uh, some of the workers could see shadows running across the ceilings. And upon further investigation, they found that when the fear factory was opening in the place where that dark chapel was. A worker found buried in the dirt a satanic Bible. And that he he had Recited out loud verses and chapters out of that Bible. And then it made sense. Made sense when Todd was sitting on that altar. We could all feel the darkness creeping over us. like I said I felt like I left a piece of me in the fear factory that night and every time I drive by it ever since that night I feel like there's something calling to me from there part of me wants to go back in the fear factory I want to go through it again But there's a little piece of me that doesn't. Maybe there's a piece of me that's afraid of what I'll find.